0: Hats Off is an edutainment podcast that is in no way a substitute for clinical assessment, diagnosis, and treatment. The views expressed on this podcast are solely the opinions of the host and their guest. Mental health is defined as a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being.
1: But sometimes we have to get real, and that's when we say Hats Hats off." Off. we in here episode two what
0: what what (laughs) what hi everybody it's courtney and earl
1: what's poppin
0: so we totally forgot last time to give you your names You are hat heads. Our
1: hat heads.
0: We're all hat heads. That's the name for the fans of the Hats Off podcast. And we want to say thank you to all the support and feedback we've been receiving. The reviews have been amazing. Um, And we just really appreciate all the love. And we're really excited about this topic today. But first, let's start with our tip of the hat. Welcome me. Welcome you. Yes, absolutely. We'll just check in. How are you, Earl? How are you today?
1: I'm good. I'm I'm a little tired. I don't know what's going on with this Wednesday after Labor. Memorial. That's not a thing. No. Memorial Day. <laughs> wow. So It's that, fine. It's, see where I am? Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. And the traffic was a bit of a mess. I was telling Earl, I was like, you know, a black grandma in the car. Like, devil, you will not have my glory today. I will get where I need to be. So, <laughs> yeah. But we're here. And we're super excited to have a conversation with each other um, and involve you guys on a very interesting topic. Um, But like I said, we're going to get started with our tip of our hat today. Go ahead, Earl.
1: Okay, so I'm going to go first. I'm tipping my hat off to one of my good friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I feel a little old when I was about to say that. We've been known each other like over eight years, but Shadell Goodson. Well, hopefully, be on the show in the next coming weeks. But exactly. Shadell is just really doing her thing with her black girl magic. She owns not only an amazing IG page, but she has her own YouTube page where she does different makeup tutorials. Or she's let me see. I did a little skim, little stalk on your page last night. She's definitely getting like over six thousand views on all of her YouTube um videos on makeup. Her blog is amazing. Um, she's just black girl magic all around. So her IG page is actually Shadell G. S-H-A-D-E-L-L-E-G. You should check her out on there. You can check out her YouTube page at Shadell Goodson. And just, she's amazing. And she'll be on the show later to just really more, put more emphasis on amazing things that she does. So follow my girl Shadell.
0: Yes. And I am going to tip my hat to the brave, amazing men, um, two of which who lost their life to a horrible person who we will not name because we're not going to give any airtime or credit to bad people. Um, But we will name Ricky John best and Taliesin Mechie um, who were stabbed to death in defense of two Muslim women on a train in Portland, as well as Micah Fletcher, who was also stabbed, but survived. Um, We've seen a lot lately in the world where people are just being horrible to each other. And, these men decided that that wasn't okay. And they stood up for these women and two of them suffered the ultimate price for just being good people. And so we wanted to just, um, tip our hat to them, tell you, tell them thank you for your sacrifice for doing the right thing. Um, and for their families, we're just so incredibly sorry for your loss. Um, as well as Richard Collins III, um, he hasn't gotten a lot of um, media coverage. But Richard Collins was a second lieutenant, and he was about to graduate um, from, State from University. yeah um, from Boise State. Boise State. He was about to graduate, um, and he was stabbed mm-hmm. to death as well at a yes. bus stop. Well,
1: he was leaving the University of Maryland, yes. for visiting friends, Yes. and while he was waiting outside for his Uber, his Uber. A racist
0: student, a racist student mm-hmm. stabbed him to death, and I just i yeah, so um, it's just been so much loss, and also you know our thoughts and prayers are with Manchester as well, um children trying to enjoy a concert, like it's just in the field that we work in, um sometimes it's hard mm-hmm. to instill hope and courage when there's so much evidence of the bad, um and so yeah, so we want to acknowledge that that sometimes it is hard to feel um, like things are going to be all right because of what society is doing. Um, so we're also just going to take a brief moment of silence for the people that I mentioned: Ricky John Best, Talisa Mechi, Micah Fletcher, and Richard Collins the third. Thank you. All right, so today we are talking about a very interesting <laughs> topic. Mm. Oh, forgiveness. Yes. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> um, Earl. What comes to mind when you think about forgiveness and the idea of forgiving others? Mm. So
1: you know me, <laughs> and I struggle with. Actually, no. So I have a very weird hybrid. Mindset in regards to forgiveness that I now have to alter because mm-hmm. I can forgive, but my forgiveness also involved me pretty much killing you all. So when I forgive you, in your mind, yeah, no, no, in my <laughs> in my mind, people, this is all mental. <laughs> but now I will definitely like, when I for- forgive people, it typically would also mean that I am done with you, which is not bad. Always, mm-hmm, some people mm-hmm. you can forgive them and you don't need to ever communicate with them again if they're like coming after your happiness and your peace. But I am such an avid fan of being like, "And I'm done with you, mm. and I bid thee good day." Mhm.
0: Yes, I think that people struggle with the idea of forgiveness because we feel like if we forgive somebody for this horrible thing that they've done, this betrayal, then it somehow says, okay, what you did is fine. Mm -hmm. Like, I forgive you, and so it doesn't matter. And that's just false. Like, that's just out-and-out lies. Like, what they did was horrible. What they did was... um, unthinkable, it was a betrayal, it was hurtful, mm-hmm. it was real. But forgiveness is about releasing the energy that mm-hmm. you hold when you hold on to the hurtful things that people do to you. Right. Um and I've struggled with my own process of forgiveness and I'm still on this journey. And forgiveness is a journey. <laughs> it is <in> no <laughs> means this thing that happens <laughs> and then like life is all good. Like that's not a thing. No. Forgiveness is a journey. But I remember I was pretty young and Oprah is one of my um she rose and she was talking about her own journey with forgiveness. And she was like, there was this lady that she didn't, um, that she had beef with Mm -hmm. and she just had been holding it for years. And she said one day she saw the lady like walking down the street, like in her direction. Mm -hmm. And she was, like, as soon as she saw the lady, like, she starts getting all, like, riled up. She ran to go. And the lady, well, like, the closer the lady got, she realized, like, the lady, she was, like, damn near skipping down the street. Like, this lady was so unbothered by this thing mm-hmm. that Oprah has been holding on to for years. Because and you Oprah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you Oprah. Like, you have so many other things to be doing, and you're holding on to this. And she said, then she realized, she's like, what, what? What am I holding on to? Where (laughs) she hurt me and she happy? Right. And I'm walking around here looking crazy? And so she was like, I have to figure out this forgiveness thing. And so that was my first kind of like understanding around like, oh, okay, it's for you. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean it's easy, but. And
1: it also doesn't mean, because I hear a lot of people, I was like, oh, we're forgive and forget. That's Mm -mm. not a thing. Mm -mm. You don't forget. Because then you're not.
0: yes, yes. When people, my other, my other hero. My Angelo, when people tell you and show you who they are you believe, believe them I cannot tell you the, the number of times I have set myself up for the okie doke for not believing what people are so obviously showing and telling me
1: but the other side of that coin is like you also if you say you forgive someone I do not believe you should bring out bring up what they did no like you know some people are like oh i forgave them for cheating on me but every time they bring up an argument it revolves around well you did this and you yes. cheated that's not okay
0: yes no you do have to stop bringing it up into this scenario if you decide to stay in relationship mm-hmm. with them and again earl and i are saying very clearly you do not have to you can forgive somebody with yes. your whole entire heart wish them yes. well and send Out. them love and light from far far away you are not required to remain in relationship with people who have hurt you and you can still forgive them. Those two things are completely separate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. hundred percent. And I also think, so my other understanding, like another like light bulb moment for me, um, was reading about Nelson Mandela. And, um, I feel compelled to do a little blurb about, um, Nelson Mandela, but I want, to believe everybody knows who Nelson Mandela is. Anyway, Nelson Mandela was a <laughs> um advocate in South Africa during apartheid. He spoke out about um racial injustice and all of that and ended up being imprisoned for 30?
1: I'm going to say 30. I know definitely
0: over 28. Over, yeah, 30 plus years Um, in this tiny cell. Like, one of my goals in life is to go stand in that cell and just kind of imagine what that experience was for him. Um, but he has got a famous quote where he was like, the minute I walked out those doors, I had to forgive them because they weren't going to get another day. Like, they weren't going to get another moment of my life. Mm-hmm. And now, and that was another like you know, it takes a lot of energy to hold on to foolishness and bullshit,
1: especially to be mad. Like
0: it just takes so you know how tired you are after much, that. Like yes,
1: you are like physically and mentally exhausted after you've had to show your ass on somebody. Exactly, and then afterwards you're not even thinking about them. You're just like, damn, I really let them get me out of character.
0: Exactly, and you just and that's, for me forgiveness because. When we haven't forgiven somebody, we feel justified in our horrible behavior Mm -hmm. towards them or just in general. Like I'm snapping on other people and I'm doing this or I'm laying around. I'm not, you know, meeting my full potential because this person hurt me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, like you, you know, the famous quote, like, you know, forgiveness or not forgiving somebody is like drinking poison and expecting them to die. Like you're going to hurt your life Mm -hmm. because this person did something bad to you.
1: And what's interesting is most of the time people don't even realize that they've done something to you if you're not communicating it. Mm -hmm. And even if they
0: do, they don't care. (laughs) Most of the time they do not care. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's a judgment on them, but it is what it is. And so what are you going to do differently? Because you can only be
1: accountable for your own actions.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so we really want to encourage people to, move through this journey of forgiveness. But I think you also have to think about, like, how you do that. Like, people say things all the time. Like, oh, you got to let that go. And, oh, you have to um, move on. And I'm like, well, what? <laughs> give somebody some tangible things okay. to do that. Do you have a with. book? Exactly. <laughs> do you have a book? Do you have some activities, some a things? Strategy. That they can, something, anything. And so um, we we are going to give you some of those things. So let's talk about kind of some things that we have used before to um, a deal to to a deal. (laughs) Again, did not get my coffee because of traffic. So bear with us, people, to deal with forgiveness. But first, I actually think we need to talk about grief Mm. in regards to forgiveness. Because I think to truly forgive something you have to let something die,
1: and we all know the five phases of grief. Oh my gosh, you gonna we? go through anger, denial, depression, bargaining, and then finally you gotta accept it. Exactly, and those are all interchangeable. Those, it's not a. I'm at this step today. Now I'm going to be, no, it's interchangeable. You might accept it today and then tomorrow you pissed off all over again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes.
0: And, you know, I think we like to put grief in this little box because that makes it comfortable around like death. Mm-hmm. And that's the only time we grieve. But we grieve all the time. And so, you know, I've worked with couples who have, Um, endured an affair and there's a death of who they thought their relationship, of what they thought their relationship was. And in order for them to really forgive and move forward, they have to let what they thought their relationship was die away Mm -hmm. and start anew and almost like create a whole new relationship. Um, But that means you then have to go through the grieving process of creating an entire new relationship. Um, And that's work. It is. That's work. It is. It's work all the time. And I time. think that's why a lot
1: of people just be like, I'm done. hmm
0: Because
1: that's like, that, if y'all been together for a year, it's going to take a year and some change just to try to work on that. And you still won't be where you are Mm-mm. before that. It's, mm
0: Yeah. Like, it'll always, I, one of my favorite movies is Love Actually. And um, the scene where um, the lady finds out that her husband's kind of been entertaining the little secretary lady. Mm -hmm. And she was like, what do you do? She was like, do you stay knowing that it'll always be a little bit worse? I was like, oh, Lord, Jesus. Can I?
1: uh, (laughs) I'm going to step out on this (laughs) part.
0: Because, like, you won't ever forget it. Like we said before, Mm -hmm. you won't ever forget it. Um, And
1: then you start questioning yourself. Like, mm. I know I've had a relationship where I've been cheated. So, like, you are going to question everything, and it's to a point where you have to check yourself, and sometimes you just can't voice anything because they might be doing everything right, but mm-hmm. you're going to have that little that little dab that you've been, like, your formula has been diluted now, mm,
0: and you're going to just start
1: to just, you might be the most, you know, I'm very secure about myself, very confident, but, like, you just start that little, in the back of your head, what? Well, are they doing this? Are, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you just, you always start questioning things. And you almost to a point where you might start diluting the new mix because you, you, your insecurity now is like, what are you doing?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then you start being spiteful. You might start mm-hmm. saying some slick stuff that you really shouldn't be saying. And everybody knows that I have a, a slick mouth. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we do. That's on my journey of forgiveness. Because, like I said, <laughs> I am not, this is nothing, I can't even talk. <laughs> that's how I just know I am. I'm not good at forgiveness. Gotcha. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's the journey.
0: I agree. Like, I think you have to find ways to forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the last step in forgiveness because, and I've been there, I've been in situations where I'm like, I am so stupid like what am I thinking I knew this wasn't the right thing Mm -hmm. to do I knew this wasn't the right person to engage with I knew I shouldn't trust this person again especially when you forgive and then get hurt again it is like like you know our um spirit animal Iyala said go look in the mirror and slap the first person you see (laughs)
1: slap (laughs) though let me tell you something Iyala you crazy but you my girl when she said Listen. Because that lady's like, well, I think it's everybody. She said, oh, really? Well, I want you to go in the mirror and slap the first person that show up. <laughs> A.K.A. slap yourself. Slap yourself.
0: And I have had moments where it's like, I need to slap myself because I know better. Like,
1: I'm You also up. have had moments where you be like, no, I don't need to slap myself. Because you have moments where you might on- automatically put the blame on yourself. Like, well, why didn't I do this? When really, how would you have known? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so sometimes you can't blame yourself, mm-hmm. but sometimes you do.
0: Sometimes you need to. Sometimes you do need to be like, look, I knew better. Again, mm-hmm. when people show you who they are, believe them. Accept um, it. And just accept that this person is not supposed to be a part of your life, um, or they're not supposed to be in your life to the degree with which you keep trying to pull them in. I know I'm somebody who's bad about that, like wanting
1: people to be more than and what they're showing they're capable them. of yeah
0: and that goes back
1: to our topic from the first episode of that you can't change someone mm. if they're not willing to change Mm-mm. so that means you might want them to change all day mm-hmm. but i really think for people to change they have to actually be by themselves and away from you to go and change yeah they sometimes have to you can't be out. with them on that journey Mm-mm. and you cannot start their journey for them
0: mm-hmm Mm-mm, absolutely not. So, yeah, so there definitely is a grieving process. Like you have to really like open yourself up and let yourself feel the hurt, the pain, the sadness, the disappointment of who you thought this person was. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I do guided meditations with people around forgiveness and I have them bring to mind the person that they're struggling to forgive, I always talk about I want you to think about them not now but who they were before the hurt happened because that's why you're so betrayed mm-hmm. that's why you're so hurt it's because you thought they were somebody else and then they have shown you that they are actually this person um and you didn't think that was an option so you know what i mean like our now. expectations mm-hmm. are often where our broken and hurt like our brokenness and our hurt come from because yeah. we have these expectations
1: and not only that i also think years of different betrayals or even from childhood starts to interfere and come up into your present relationship so this person might not have done anything but because of your whole like you not forgiving things in the past Mm -hmm. and your different experiences of grief and betrayal or hurt are now becoming present in your relationship now to what point you're tainting it Mm -hmm. and because you your own insecurities are starting to flow into this relationship that person is starting to do the things that they weren't doing, but it's because you're always accusing them or you're, you're carrying so much baggage that you're putting it on them and they can't carry you. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. And I think that's the number one reason why you need to forgive. You only have so much emotional energy you can give to the world. Mm-hmm. And if you are using your emotional energy to carry a grudge or to be hurt, it will spill out into other relationships. And, you know, like like things don't exist By themselves. Mm -hmm. So if you don't trust this one person, eventually you will stop trusting other people. You know what I mean? Not even necessarily romantic. Like I've seen situations where it started with a betrayal from a romantic partner and now you don't trust your friends mm-hmm. and now you can't trust your parents. And now your kid looking kind of suspect over there in the corner, like, you know, right. I mean? Because <laughs> it starts to leak out because you start to feel like I'm not safe and people don't have my anyone. best interests. Exactly. And so you forgive so that that doesn't become a thing for you. Or when it does become a thing, you're able to say, you know what? I know what this is. That was one situation. What do I know to be true in this moment with this relationship? Mm-hmm. And you're able to move forward.
1: And you need to be able to have, communicate about that. Yeah. You have to be yes. able to communicate that I am on a journey. This is what's bothering me. Because if you keep do- some things you cannot do by yourself. So you can't say you forgive forgiven somebody, but you and that person has never discussed what the issue was.
0: Because mm-hmm. you
1: can't say, oh, I forgave you for that. No, you have to talk about this is what you did. This is how I you have to put your emotions on the table.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Communication. Exactly.
0: Absolutely. A hundred percent. And so, you know, you've gone through your grieving process and now you feel like you're kind of in that space that you're ready to forgive. So, Earl, what are some things you've done before that have helped you through the forgiveness process?
1: Well, going back to what I just said, I definitely want I have attempted to have an open dialogue like mm-hmm. of us putting it all out on the table. So with people that you've decided you're going to try to remain mm-hmm, a relationship with. that I'm yeah. trying to remain or keep a relationship with. So I've definitely like had to one. I've, I had to have my I need to be away from you mm-hmm. because I have to process. Mm-hmm. And I'm a type of person just like when I am processing, I need to literally go in a room and I have to replay that scenario and I have to see it. Try to see it from everyone's perspective, mm-hmm. but mainly mine because I need to really realize, OK, what was I feeling? Because sometimes what you were feeling in that moment is not really... It might be deeper. Mm -hmm. So I need to go and process. And I need to just be away from you. Because Clayton can come out.
0: (laughs) Okay? And
1: I need to be Earl in this moment. And Clayton ain't about talking sometimes. So I need to just get away from you. And then... After I process, then I want to talk. And I want to know... One... What do you have going on or what, you know, I need to see all sides. Like, how did we get here? Yo, how did we get here? What did I do? Did I do something that made you feel as though you could say that or do this or, you know, whatever. Like, what I want to know all sides. Mm -hmm. And then we need to just really, like, have a real sit down and talk and, like, talk about where can we go from this. Like, is this fixable? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And if it's not, do we just go our separate ways or, you know... So I really think, like, it starts off with just, one, talking. Yeah. But, I mean, well, one, processing it yourself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to write things down. Yes. Like, write it down when you're processing because when you – you can say, I'm going to say this, I'm going to talk about this, I'm going to do this. But then when you get in front of that person and you all start talking, it slips or you forget. And then when you leave that situation, you're pissed because you're like, damn, I didn't talk about this and I really want to talk about it. So sometimes you need to write down, these are the key things that I want to talk about. You know, this is the, these are the key moments that I felt because you can easily be like – Oh, this is how I felt. I was really angry. I felt betrayed. But then when you get in front of that person, you're just like, well, yeah, I was mad, but I'm over it now. Like, it's so easy to sweep it under the rug because you just want to get... You don't want to feel that that awkwardness. And it's going to be awkward. And you need... Yes. You being vulnerable is very, a very awkward feeling and it's something you don't want to do because you're exposed mm-hmm. so you need to be able to sit in that for one so that's why another reason why i say process because if you're not able to sit in those emotions when you're talking to that person you're going to be like well, well let's just it ain't that deep let's move forward but it is that deep because mm-hmm. now when you leave you're gonna be like oh, i can't stand i'm just done with them yeah i told him i forget them but f them mm-hmm. and that's not that's That's not okay.
0: Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yes. So, and what do you need in that communication from the party that hurt you? Like when you're communicating with them, how do you need them to show up?
1: Well, one, I need them to be able to actively listen to what I'm saying. Mm. So I cannot stand a person that as you're talking, they're continuing to cut you off or they feel as though they have to defend themselves. And it's like, I'm not attacking you right now. Give me my mic Mm -hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. And say what I'm saying, give me my time, and then you can go and speak as well. Because I just don't, I, I cannot stand with somebody always. It's like, I know you're not listening if you have, to, you have to say something every time I say something. Or every time I say something that, that you've done that made me feel the type of way that you're cutting me off. Mm-hmm. You're, not listen, you're listening, but you're not actively listening. You're mm-hmm. listening to defend yourself and just mm-hmm. to attack. So if I feel as though if I'm giving you the same amount of respect that I'm, that I'm allowing you to speak, especially if I'm allowing you to go on a tangent and I've not interrupted you, I'm expecting the same. Mm -hmm. So be open. Yes. So what I'm hearing you say
0: is that you need the other person to, really be mindful of what you're saying, focused on what you're saying, not creating their own argument and listen actively to what you're Mm -hmm. saying and not trying to respond with the defense. Yes. So what I just did there is called reflective listening. Mm -hmm. So when someone is talking to you and they are saying how they feel about or anything, you know, I do this with my kid, like anything, you should really be trying to repeat back to them what they said, Mm -hmm. because I see all the time, especially with couples, like the one of the p- people will be saying, they'll, they'll talk about what's going on with them. And then I'll say, you know, what did you just hear your partner say? And they'll be like, I said, I ain't shit. I ain't nothing. I ain't never going to be shit. My mom ain't shit. And I'm like, that's what you heard? Because I didn't hear that. That's <laughs> like, like what, what did you hear them say? Because a lot of times when people are talking to us, we are listening through our own filter. Mm-hmm. And our filter <laughs> is usually flawed if <laughs> we are in a an emotional space mm-hmm. you know we're in our self-preservation mode and so we're trying to keep ourselves from being hurt or attacked and so we are really not listening to them we're telling ourselves what we need to do to feel okay and so we're somehow saying like well they're making that up or that's not true or don't listen to that or well they did this and blah 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 while that conversation is happening in your head
1: you don't know what the hell earl just said mm-hmm. like you have and no and it's an clue. instinct you're trying to protect Absolutely. you're trying to protect yourself and that's an absolutely. instinct.
0: absolutely it is an instinct but it's really important to recognize mm-hmm. that what this person needs is for you to just because i have seen so many times where when the person gets it right and they are able to reflect back to the other person and be like so you're saying that when i did this this was really hurtful for you and it makes it hard for you to trust me because you have experienced that in the past y'all y'all you gonna freeze. especially <laughs> dudes like dudes i need y'all to hear me If you do that to your lady, she's going to be like, yes. Because you're validating (laughs) them. Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. Now, that don't mean you can still keep being a piece of shit. Like, you need to do better, you know, as well. But, you know, just that first step of, like, I see you. Mm -hmm. I see you. I hear you. I recognize what you're saying. Like, what you are saying matters to me Mm -hmm. is such a good step in relationships. Validation. Validation is. So
1: important because if not, when you're so quick to disp- um, respond, you're just disempowering them, and they're just like, okay, why am I here? Yeah, why basically. am I paying this therapist to come in here and pretty much I'm saying everything? My therapist understands, yeah,
0: but I ain't humping them.
1: <laughs> okay, we're not humping,
0: right? So, or you should not be humping your therapist. Please Thera- don't do that. Please don't hump your therapist. That's inappropriate. Um, so yeah, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we we gonna get it together. But yes, that is definitely a thing where you need to be validated. You need to hear back from your partner or friend or parent or whoever mm-hmm. that they're acknowledging what you say. And if you don't do that, then they're going to shut it down. They're just not going to keep listening, you know, or,
1: or talking. Right. So what do you look
0: for? Um, For me, forgiveness. Um, mostly is an internal journey um, because the things that I have had to forgive for were things that required me to sever the relationship or greatly change the relationship. Um, I struggled in forgiveness with people just not being sorry or not even sorry, like acknowledging, yeah, what I did was messed up mm-hmm. and was wrong. And I don't feel bad about it. Like, I'm okay with the truth. I'm okay with you being like, yep, when I did that, that was wrong. And I don't feel bad. I don't care. It was what I wanted to do but like at least own that it was wrong like i've experienced situations where people have done things and then they act like <laughs> they don't know why i'm mad and i'm like bruh sis cuz what's up like i don't understand and so for me, it has to be a very internal journey. I think like Earl and I are both earth signs. I'm a Virgo, he's a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's a thing, like where earth signs have to have that internal dialogue with themselves first, but I also definitely have to like be by myself. Because you for have a to second. remain grounded. Absolutely. I'm somebody who journals. Um, and so I will journal out about it. And I'm mm-hmm. somebody who I have to let the anger bubble up first. So a lot of times I will write the Letter that you're never going to read. Like, I'm going to write all the F you's and F your mama. Your cousin's and too. Your cousin. <laughs> and You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to say all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um I'm also somebody who um enjoys ceremony. Like, having ceremony and ritual is really powerful for me. Um And so I'll write all of that out, have all the feelings around that. And I'll, like, tear it up or, or burn, burn it. it. I love to burn yes. things. Like, I just love it. Um, and so kind of having that, like, okay, I've acknowledged that this is a thing and I'm going to release it and let it go. Cause I don't want this to stay with me. I don't want this mm-hmm. to hold me anymore. Um, and so that's usually how I move through that process. I also meditate. Um, I love to meditate. And so I'll usually do a meditation around it as well, where I'm actually like in the meditation, releasing it, giving it back to mm-hmm. them, um, Um, in some way, shape or form. Um, If I decide to stay in relationship with that person like you, it needs to be a conversation. It needs to be, you know, understood how I feel. And there need to be very clear boundaries from that point on. And I'm a work in progress with that. Um, I really do struggle sometimes being honest and open with people about like, well, that thing you said and did like really hurt my feelings. And um, sometimes I don't think I express that clearly enough for people to really understand like no that's not okay and that's Mm -hmm. not a thing and I sometimes will just kind of like back up from the relationship and then they'll feel weird about it um because I haven't been honest about my feelings um and so that's definitely been a work in progress for me and just like Earl I need you to then like acknowledge like if you want to shut me down like when I'm talking like show up with some defensiveness and I'll just be like okay never mind don't worry about it Mm -hmm. like okay don't worry about it like it's cool. Um, cause I think acknowledgement is huge. Um, and I need an apology and can we real quick talk about what an apology looks like? Cause people struggle to say, I'm sorry. Like sorry has several parts. Like there's the, you know, I'm sorry for doing this thing. And don't tell me, I'm sorry. If you felt like blah, blah, and that's what I was just about to say, you know let's what? use my say that statement. Cause that's going to be my, that's not a thing. Okay. Hold we saving on. that? We saving that. Okay, cool. Um, But apologies have several parts. And so I'm going to need a whole apology. And I'll explain to y'all what an apology is in a little bit. A but all I'm going to say
1: is always make all your statements I. Yes. It should not be about the uh, I. I am. Sorry, that I. But we're going to save that. Yeah. Because I feel that tangent coming. You feel that? You uh-huh. feel that coming? It's, okay. It's your ribs. It's in your ribs. In my spirit.
0: Yes. So for me, that's a big part of it. Um, And I think. For me, I also have struggled with once I've forgiven someone, it doesn't change them. Again, my forgiveness process is pretty internal, so they don't even know they're forgiven. Sometimes I've said that, but most of the time, like, that was my work. Mm-hmm. And so they just still out here, their regular degla self, being the asshole they were before I forgave them. And so I have found that I struggle <laughs> when I've done all this good work. I done wrote the letter, I done burned the letter, I done did the meditation, and then you show back up, because there are relationships and situations where you can create space, but you can't sever. Mm. And I struggle with those because it's like, I just want to be away from you. What? I want you to shut up talking to me. Get away from me with this. Get away from me (laughs) with this. And in some cases, you can't do that. And so when those people continue to do hurtful things, Mm -hmm. I want to be like, I forgave you. Like, do better or shut up talking to me. Please. And neither of those are a thing. They're not going to do better and they're not going to shut up talking to me. And so I have to then journey back into my forgiveness process and just take this one incident. And it should just be this one incident because I've already done my work around these other incidents Mm -hmm. and take this one incident. And this incident shouldn't weigh as heavy because these people have shown me who they are over and over again. So it's kind of like, well, of course they did. Yeah, of course they did. Like that is who they are. So. And you cannot fault it. Them is for who it they is what it is. Exactly. Like it's, that's just who they are, and so that's kind of how I have worked around my process with forgiveness. And I think also having a couple of people. You don't want to have a whole bunch of people where you're telling all your business to you all know that's the time because they will fuel. The they will. Yes, they will fuel your shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but being able to be like, look. This happened. I'm frustrated again, and I know I shouldn't be for Just to be able to like run it through and just say the first. I had to call Earl about that last night. Just like if this person don't quit asking me these questions, get like get some ginseng, <laughs> some ginkgo biloba, a notepad, some quit talking to me. Reminders. But they're all on phone They're iPhone, Joy, all thing. that stuff. Put it in a reminder. Be responsible a little bit, Um but. It is what it is. And I just kind of processed it with Earl. And he was just like, (laughs) yeah, he's terrible. And we went on. Like, you know what I mean? It's just kind of, you know, but having those people, that also is really helpful Mm -hmm. um, in forgiveness. Because having good friends heals your soul.
1: And good friends who are not going to just tell you what you want to hear. Yeah, They're going to tell you what you need to hear. Mm -hmm. But they're going to also give it to you in a sandwich. You can't just come out, well, Mm -hmm. you know, you with them. You know that's how, no. Don't start off like that. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Although. Sometimes. I did sometimes have to say that yesterday. And you also do have to be, as a friend, have to express that I cannot keep having this conversation. hmm
0: mm-hmm. Because
1: that can be draining if you have, you're the friend that's always giving the same advice yes. to the same situation. So you also, as a friend, have to be able to be like, I need to step away from this because now this is going to start affecting our relationship. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you're like Earl and I,
0: we're super loyal. Yeah. So you can't keep telling me what, you know, fool McFool done did and think I'm going to be like, hey, fool, how you doing? No, because you know I'm going to be like, fool, don't talk to me. I'll punch you in your throat. Don't my you ever greatest my skill
1: is, is having funerals for people in my <laughs> head. I will write you off. And when I remove you from my lens, you don't exist to me anymore.
0: Yes. I've now, if I walk into it. a
1: room, I will give a generic hello to everyone because to my everyone. mother raised me right. But he but definitely made not... sure that
0: you know that that hello was, was to not... everyone in the room, and that it was in no way personal to you.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I'm not going to speak to you, and just because I say hey, everybody doesn't. You please really not do not feel everybody. like that meant for you to come and have an individual mm-hmm. conversation with me, because then I'm I'm also the king of blank stares and slow blinks. Yes. Yes. Blink. Blink, and I'm gonna walk off.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent. So but I'm growing. Yes, absolutely. So we are going to take a little break, and then we will be back with our question of the day. All
1: right, my people, my hat heads, hat heads. So, question of the day. This might be my favorite section. <laughs> Do you all believe that friends are one of the leading causes of relationships? break up or end, and the second question is where should you draw the line with your friends when it comes to anything pertaining to your relationship Mm.
0: let's sit in that
1: for a second
0: so just to make sure i'm hearing it Mm -hmm. clearly the anonymous wants to know do we think that Friends are the leading cause of relationships breaking up and ending. And then what the boundaries or the lines should be mm-hmm. in regards to how much you let your friends into relation, your Come relationship. Come on, reflective skills. Come on All now. right. Mm-hmm. So, folks, you, you, I started the first question okay. last time. So, you go first on this one.
1: So, do I believe that friends are one of the leading causes to a breakup? No. <laughs> I don't think they're the leading cause. And I don't think you should allow even try to even give them that power to say, well, my friends are the reason we broke up. No, the reason you all broke up was something between you two that you all were not able to communicate, but you communicated it with your friends. Mm. So I don't think friends are the leading causes, but I do believe you have to be very selective in what you tell your friends because at the end of the day, your friends should be your writers. They're going to be your loyal people, no matter what. So, you cannot expect your friend, you tell them, so-and-so cheated on me, so-and-so put their hands on me, they keep doing blah, blah, blah. And expect them to be very receptive to that person when they come around. So, because your friends are not, the, they're not there for the makeup and the apologies and the I forgive you. So when you're telling your friends all this stuff, they see that person in that one light. And they're only going to see that person at certain times and events. So when they see that person, they're going to be like, no, I, um, I ain't fooling with you. F you. You hurt my friend. I'm not dealing with you. So I think that can put a strain. You have to be very selective on what you tell your friends because that can strain, like I said earlier, your friendship between that friend. Because they're going to also get tired of you going back to this person. They're going to be like, why are we talking about them? Accept them for who they are and move on if you're not going to change and leave. Now, I also think you need to be able to have that communication with your partner. If you're telling your friends, I don't like when they do this. I don't like how they did this or when they say this to me. You need to be able to go back and say, I don't like when you do this to me or say this to me. It makes me feel. You can't just vent to your friends and then not go and work on it.
0: Absolutely. So I agree with Earl. And I also like, okay, I love my friends. I love my friends with all my heart. They're my family. But you have to look at, A, who your friends are. Because just because you're my friend doesn't mean you have your shit together or that you know how to do relationships uh-huh. or that you, you know what I mean? Like people have their own stuff mm-hmm. and their stuff will leak into your situation. And if somebody's not happy with their life, they are going to subconsciously. <laughs> Encourage you not to be happy with your pour life. to you. Like, they're going <laughs> to pour that into you. And so, you know, what you feed grows. And mm-hmm. if you are continuing to say negative things to your friends about your relationship and feeding them that, and then allowing them to feed that back into you, then your relationship will be negative. But let's be clear. That's your responsibility. That's your responsibility relationship Mm -hmm. so the people responsible for the relationship are you and the other person in the relationship no one should have more like understanding opinion perception like no one should have more Mm buy-in to your relationship than you Mm -hmm. and so the person that you should be speaking about your issues with like Earl said is your partner Like, you know, I have said, like, I've shared things with friends before and I've been like, now trust and believe. I'm not saying anything to you that I haven't already said to him. Exactly. Like, know that. Like, this conversation has already been had with him several times over. And I'm still giving you the abbreviated version because you don't need all our business. Mm -mm. But I don't ever say anything to my friends first because they're not in this relationship. Like, I need to be talking to my partner (laughs) first. Like, mm-hmm. that's how that needs to work. And so, you know, and what are you really wanting from your friends when you feel like you need to share so much information from to your friends? Like, what do you really want? Are you wanting somebody to tell you, like, you should get out? If that's what you want, then that means you want to get out. Get yeah. out. Like, <laughs> right. you don't have to have someone validate how you feel and what you need. If you know that's what you need, like, whether they agree or not, get your ass out. Mm-hmm. Like, this is your life be real and authentic about what you want and just pursue that. You know what I mean? Right. And then on the other end where you have friends who like are encouraging, or you should cheat on them or let's go out. Like you don't need to spend all this time with them. Those are not your friends. Those are not your friends. Like your friends are not going to encourage you to be less than what you're capable of. Your real friends want to see you be your best. And if your friends are encouraging you to be, you know, somebody less than you are supposed to be. A gutter snipe. Then that Exactly. Then that is not, your friend and you need to look at why they would encourage you to be less than. Yes. So, yes. So, and then, so in regards to the boundary question,
1: well, going back. Mm-hmm. So like I said, you have to be very selective in what you tell your friends, yes. but there is nothing wrong with having two, like your close friends. Your Cause sometimes absolute, you need yeah. a source to vent to that is not your partner. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But like like Courtney said, be selective. You can't tell everybody and don't tell someone that you know when they ca on the phone casually with another friend, Oh, Earl, Earl and Courtney or you know, they going through so and so right now. Yeah, they she called me last night. You don't don't that's not your friend. mm mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. Cause your friend, <laughs> they not even meant to bring you up to nobody else other than they're doing good. Oh, um, he just started his new job at so and so.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. And so in regards to like what you tell your friends, Mm -hmm. the boundaries around that I have some, like, you know, like I have my absolute best friend. Hey, Shelly, like, that's my best friend. I tell her pretty much anything. Mm -hmm. And my, my, my partner would always know that, like, I tell her pretty much anything. Um, But that's probably like, you know, like I tell Earl a lot of things, you know, but yeah, but I think being really clear about, what you tell them on both sides. Mm Because I've also seen where friends are gushing too much on the positive. And again, if your friends are not in a good space, if they're not happy with their life, they're not going to want you to be happy or they're going to want what you have Mm -hmm. and not want it like, oh, Earl's so happy. I want to find somebody and be happy with them too. They want to be like, oh, I want to be happy with what Earl happy with. And, and then you have then that's the situation. That's <laughs> then, when Clayton then, makes exactly. an appearance. <laughs> then we have to take all the hats off. The hats off, the Vaseline on, okay. you know, say put my scarf on the box. Bro- time to rumble. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like don't don't come out here and share all of your information. Like some things in your relationship should be sacred mm-hmm. and just for you guys. And so Make that a thing. Now, I'm going
1: to interject real mm-hmm. quick. And this could be for uh, another episode Okay, later. okay. I like But it. I like when you said sacred. What are your, just a quick little, little tt, your thoughts on, like, when friends discuss their sex life, like, with their partner, like, about their partner with?
0: I think it can be a very slippery
1: slope. Yeah.
0: And it can be something that, on a lot of levels, like, you know, yeah, I just, <laughs> I have not seen it go super well, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And again, like I, with my best friend, I've definitely discussed intimate, you know, details of my relationship, Um, but I just, you know... Yeah, I've just seen it a lot of times not go well. I've experienced Mm -hmm. where it hasn't gone well, and there's been betrayal behind me being too open about my relationship with someone who wasn't really my friend. And usually we don't know people not our friend until they do some really bad shit to show us they are not our friend. So you've given this person all this information and access to you and your life, and then they have all the ammunition to, like, come for you or try to hurt you later on. Um, And so... Yeah, I think you have to be really, really careful about the details, good or bad. Because I've also seen situations where someone is, like, complaining about their sex. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you have a couple or you have a group and everybody's drinking, having a little kiki. And then that one friend who can't hold their liquor oh, makes comments or says things. they be like, well, we know so-and-so not putting it down. And then you fighting at home with your partner because you talk too much and you embarrass them in the streets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and I've seen situations where you like, they put it down <laughs> and then somebody like, I'm trying to see what that be like. So you just need to really be careful about the information yeah. you share about especially something as sacred as your intimacy within mm-hmm. your relationship. Cause that's that's sacred space. That should be just for the two of you. Yeah. Absolutely, I think I
1: kind of answered that second okay. question too.
0: So anonymous, I hope that like you know there are some things that shouldn't be shared, um, with your friends, and so don't do it. And if your partner's doing it, be like, I need you to stop doing that. So we hope that was helpful. All right, we'll be back.
1: Um, that's not a thing.
0: All right. That's not a thing. My
1: favorite part.
0: This is Earl's favorite <laughs> section. So I'm gonna let Earl go first, because I went first last time. Okay. So
1: what's not a thing for you, Earl? So this is was not a thing for me. Um I'm not sure if people have heard of this because this recently happened last week, but um in Texas, good old Texas, <sighs> Texas Miss Black Texas, her name is uh Carmen Ponder. Okay. So Carmen mm-hmm was was um, Miss Black Texas 2016. Okay. She's on the way to Walmart. Okay. On the highway. Mm-hmm. In front of her is a car that is excessively braking, swerving in between line, um, lanes without signaling, signaling, and is speeding or decelerating, accelerating. So she's under the that This person might be drunk. Yeah. So she, the right thing, goes around the person and proceeds to pass them, gets off the highway, goes to Walmart. Mm-hmm. As she's parking her car, The person who was driving the vehicle pulls up behind her and proceeds to roll the window down and curse her out and be like, why did you feel like you could pass me? Blah, blah, blah. This is the catcher. The person then proceeds to tell them, I'm teaching my 14-year-old daughter how to drive. Okay. So Carmen ignores them and was like, whatever. So she proceeds to walk, and the person Steady, yelling, yelling. And she was like, well, sir, at the end of the day, it's illegal for your daughter to be driving anyway because she's 14. 14. So she goes to Walmart, makes her quick purchase, comes back out. When she comes out, she's approached by a officer who is not in uniform that walks up to her and say, you need to apologize to my chief.
0: Excuse me?
1: So let's take a moment to dissect this, y'all. The chief was supposedly the man in the vehicle that was letting his 14-year-old so daughter a drive. The police
0: officer mm-hmm. was allowing his daughter to drive illegally. Not only police,
1: the chief, the of, chief police. of police mm-hmm.
0: was allowing his daughter to drive illegally as he's in on the other the seat highway mm-hmm.
1: and he's in Fort the passenger League. side.
0: Okay. Okay. And he then calls Cuz he know the law.
1: Yeah. Okay. And then he calls his um different officers that come and they approach her and she one has been approached by a man who's not in uniform who just throws his badge off and like grabs her arm Uh-oh. and says you need to come apologize to my chief and she Excuse was like me? I'm not apologizing because one that was illegal and then she was like who is the chief what are you talking about so then she learns that the chief was the man so she proceeds to still go to her car she's then approached by two officers because they say we're detaining you but so what? two two officers on duty then ac- arrest her and she's in jail for 24 hours for a, a resisting arrest <sighs> So this is how they are spinning it now. Because now they're saying that it wasn't the chief that was driving the car. And this might be true because the girl was like, she still doesn't know who was who. Yeah. But they do believe that the man was either, they said the chief was present during mm-hmm. this. So the chief might have been the man that was um off duty, not a uniform. Yeah. But they said that the man in the car was either the chief or, get this, a board member of the school district. So, regardless, you're wrong. And exactly. at the end of the day, even if you was Joe even from you, down yeah. the street at uh, um, the car garage, she's 14 and was driving illegally. So, at the end of the day, your badly. road rage like. over your daughter driving badly on the highway. First of all, who's taking that 14 on? You don't know. And now she's arrested, and this is on her record. Mind oh, you, this girl um is an intern at the um district D.A., Oh my gosh. Yeah. District of attorney. She um is actually was on the war for scholars to look for in Texas who yeah. was on the for for her college. So she's very intelligent, you know, community service person, but now they're trying to paint her. Oh, scratch that. I'm sorry. This is also when before she was arrested, he was like, I'm letting my fourteen year old daughter um I'm teaching her how to drive you, black bitch. That's what he called her. Oh. I'm sorry, that was okay. the main heading in the thing. Oh, okay. So yeah. So there's a lot of he's um on leave, administrative leave, because they're investigating everyone involved. So, my thing is, even if you weren't driving a car, you're still in trouble because, sir, she's the one that said you called her a black bitch.
0: Yeah. And you were
1: present when it was said. Absolutely. So, whoever said it, you were present as the chief, knowing that all this was illegal and that she, quote-unquote, was resisting arrest. That's not a thing. And can we just talk about when resisting arrest is the
0: sole charge because how can I resist arrest if you're not arresting me for anything? Like resisting arrest can't be a sole charge. No. Like if you are arresting me for burglary. It needs to be the then second I charge. charge. That's that. not
1: the primary charge. The
0: primary charge, <laughs> charge can't be resisting arrest because what are you arresting me for? Hello, Being a human being who had the nerve to stop to talk back to somebody who was verbally assaulting and me. And to let
1: them know that. The main wrong. charge here is that you have a minor driving a vehicle who does not charge. have a permit.
0: That's the charge. You, are, I'm resisting your arrest? But like, what am I resisting?
1: And you're berating me because I'm a black bitch.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Like, I just.
1: That's not a thing. But hey, not a thing. this is showing that everything's a thing in Texas sometimes. Exactly. Or everywhere. Everywhere, honestly. honestly. You know,
0: yeah. and more than likely there won't be any repercussions for this person who is Actively being doing illegal things um, under the badge. you know what I'm saying? Like, and you can just do that, but then also hurt somebody else in the process. So Um, they're
1: supposedly trying to drop the charges, but it's not. At the end of the day, it should have never happened in the first place.
0: It should have never happened in the first place. So we'll see how that story
1: unfolds. I will be giving an update because I'm quite interested in yes.
0: this. Can I just real this is not my that's not a thing but did you see where they fired the officer who gunned down Tamir Rice? Yeah for um, now, not that though right? Yeah no not for <laughs> that but for like oh well he he put, some, he put the wrong thing he on was his applying. application and he actually just wasn't qualified. I'm sorry
1: you put the wrong social security number and we're firing you for that but we're not going to fire because you, you killed this whole entire child. In
0: three seconds.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He fired a shot at this little boy within three seconds of arriving on the scene. Yeah. But that's okay but you put that wrong. You didn't put a period behind that, you know, statement. Yeah, you got to go. That's a thing. Anyway. Okay. So my, that's not a thing is not apologizing and not, ap- or not apologizing. Well, um, I recently had a discussion with someone where they had said something hurtful and <laughs> they were like, well, if I said it, I'm not going to apologize because you should have taken it that way. What? Um, that's not a thing if you Mm -hmm. say something ugly to someone someone you claim to care about um or just in general you should probably apologize and own that and just own it like just own that i said something shitty or i did something shitty Mm -hmm. and i shouldn't have that doesn't take anything away from you to own when you fuck up it doesn't that's not a thing. What is a thing is accountability and insight mm. and respect for those that in up. your life. Like those are things. Those are the things that will maintain healthy relationships for you. But don't sit around here being an asshole and then mad that no one wants to be in a relationship with you.
1: Or using that excuse of, well, that's me.
0: We'll do oh, better.
1: That's you? No, no, no. The individual self is always evolving. Exactly. So stop it.
0: Exactly. Like, do better. If you know that you, do better. And that's once an you've excuse. acknowledged it, you can now do better.
1: Because that's Absolutely. not an excuse. I mean, I can talk to people in any type of way and Absolutely. do whatever.
0: And let me just say, an apology has several parts. So first, there's the acknowledgement of, like, I'm sorry that I, as Earl said earlier, that I did this thing. I recognize that me doing this thing, I'm on part two now, made you feel like this. And I will work really hard, part three, to not do it anymore. You see, that's an apology. If I say to Earl, Earl, I apologize. I am sorry that I said something very hurtful to you. I can see how saying that made you feel minimalized and disrespected. And in the future, I will work to not say that to you ever again.
1: That was an apology. So that's showing up taking recognition and putting in the work look at that formula look at that formula beautiful write
0: it down I hope y'all are taking notes if you're not just subscribe and it'll always just re like load on your loop and then Mm -hmm. you can just listen to it again (laughs) in case you get confused but that is how you apologize to people and who do you think you are that you don't ever have to apologize to people Like why, when did we create a society where apologizing to people when we've done something wrong is a bad thing? Being a good person is cool. (laughs) Being a good person is like admirable and Mm -hmm. kind and like, that's what we should be striving for. When did it become appropriate in this world to be ugly to people? It's so disappointing. But let me tell you what's not a thing. What's not a thing is you talking to me crazy, mm-hmm. regardless of who you are, and thinking that I'm going to be okay with that. And what and that doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to lose my shit on you. But what that does mean is I'm going to click off in my mind who exactly you are mm-hmm. and back the hell up. All the way. All the way up. And so, you know, I just want to say, if you want to have healthy relationships in your life, because you're not perfect, you're going to mess up sometimes. Learn how to apologize and be accountable for your behavior. Mm-hmm. And that's what I got. Mm-hmm. Earl, any thoughts on that?
1: I think you did that beautifully.
0: Thank you. See, look at that acknowledgement mm-hmm. and that that good stuff. Because you put
1: in the work, so I can't follow that up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... We've come to the end of another episode. So exciting. Earl is doing our resource
1: today. Yes. So I have a couple of books. I am an avid fan of poetry. Love it. So I have four books that are just really amazing. Particularly for anyone that's a minority, whether that be a person of color, sexual orientation... Religion, you know, mm-hmm. anyone that's just ever been experienced, or tra- especially trauma. So, these are the four books of poetry that I'm going to recommend um, Stuff I've Been Feeling Lately by Alicia Cook, Bone by Yursa Daily Ward, Milk and Honey, which is amazing, by Rupi Kaur. If I'm pronouncing these wrongs, so I'm sorry, they will be in the description yeah. with links. And Soft Magic by Upila Chisala. I like it. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. Get into it.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. I love books. I love a book. And like a real book. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like no shade to like the audiobooks and the um like Kindles. Like I have a Kindle, I can't like I get, get it. it. But I love just a Physical. book. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um and so I have our quote today and it's from Mama Maya Angelou. Mm-hmm. Oh. know it's her anniversary. It is. Mm. Um and Mama Maya's quote is it's one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself to forgive. Forgive everybody.
1: That's a word. That's a word. Mama. If you could see me, my right hand is in the air. because I'm giving praise.
0: That's a word. Just forgive everybody because it is a gift to you. It is one of the best ways of practicing self-care mm-hmm. is to give up the shit that no longer serves you and give it back to the people who deserve it. Let them deal with the energy of their bad behavior. Mm-hmm. Forgive them for all the things and move forward with your life.
1: Let their consequences be theirs, not yours. Yes, absolutely.
0: All right. So we have come to the end of another hats off episode. Follow us on all the things. Follow (laughs) us on IG at Hats Off Podcast. Hats off CLT CLT, Hats Off Podcast C L
1: T. Sorry.
0: Follow us on Twitter at Hats Off Podcast. And then on Facebook we are
1: Hats Off Podcast. Please send in your questions of the day at hats off podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on our personal accounts. My IG is easy.ecm E-A-Z-Y dot E-C-M.
0: And I am Courtney Leak, L-C-S-W on IG, um, as well as on Facebook and on Twitter. I am Courtney L-C-S-W. Um, and anything else?
1: Leave reviews. Yes. Leave reviews on um, Facebook. You can just write a comment on our wall. Leave reviews if you have the Apple Podcast app, which is the purple app because a lot of people have been getting confused. But it's the purple podcast that comes on your phone. And if you have deleted it like a lot of people did before, just go to the app store and click on previously purchased and you can re-download it. And just leave a review on there. If not, leave a review on Google Play, SoundCloud, TuneIn wherever you're listening leave a review
0: absolutely so like and
1: subscribe and please promote to your friends
0: yes tell your friends about it um share it on your social media like tell them we cuss but like who doesn't it's real good it's real good stuff so we want to thank you guys for listening again we are excited to hear from you guys keep giving us your feedback and your support and we will keep giving you good shit always
1: remember be you be true hats Hats off. off
0: That's Off is brought to you by Earl Martin and my mommy, Courtney Leak, and I'm Carter.